You have high standards for your craft, so you should have high standards for how you fuel your daily grind. That's why the Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by High Brew Coffee. High Brew Coffee specializes in cold brew that's less bitter and has more antioxidants, twice the caffeine, and lower sugar than your average cup of joe. Choose from over 10 delicious flavors with dairy-free, added protein, and low-calorie options, plus a portion of every sale supports direct trade farmers in Colombia. So what are you waiting for? Go to www.highbrewcoffee.com and use promo code PIZZAANDBREW for 20% off of your order of a 12-pack and get cold brew for those who do. Ship directly to your door. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have a very special guest on my comeback show because this has been uh, off for a while. Um, we have the Maria Yandel in here, um, the best potter in the world. I told I was going to say it. No. It's true. <laughs> um, I was lucky enough to shoot some of her product, actually. Um, gosh, was that this year or last year? Was that last year? I think that was this year, but at this point, I can't remember. I don't. March was a year, <laughs> so I don't even. It was this I year. I think actually. it was early this year, was it? Oh my gosh, it was early this year. I went to Arboretum to do them, and yeah, you're yeah. right. It was early this year. Yeah. Damn. This year feels, is yep. trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can't remember. Every day runs together. Uh-huh. COVID season, but whatever. We're here. Um, yeah, we said Potter. I think we met via Instagram because I put yes, up yep. the thing I wanted to work with. Uh, yeah. brands and mm-hmm. more people more makers and, and stuff. doing product photography specifically yes. and i was like that is awesome because yes. if you took a look at my instagram when i messaged you you were probably like <laughs> let me help this girl <laughs> i was just like this stuff is cool i mean yeah i'm, I'm definitely down for that and uh I, your work is absolutely gorgeous beautiful um you're connected with cva yeah. Which we are sponsored by them, so this yeah. is going to be so good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, are you still, you're currently there, right? Yes. So when it's, when it's open. Yeah. Yep. So I started pottery in Greensboro there. Mm-hmm. Started mm-hmm. taking a class um, because I had always wanted to and finally got around to having some time um, when I finished grad school. After spending that yes. many years like doing one specific thing. Um, I was just like, I got to do something for myself (laughs) and something fun and something creative because that was really what I missed in grad school. Okay. Um, Just the, like, studying, teaching, specifically French. So all day I taught French and then all evening I learned about teaching French and it was just very one-dimensional. Yes. And I had... um, Previously in undergrad, I actually did music, so I played violin. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved that creativity, but had just missed it for three years while I was like head down, mm-hmm. blinders on, <laughs> had no time for anything. So when I got out, I was like, you know what? I've been saying this for years, like literal years looking like I'm going to take this class at the CBA. <laughs> and uh, I finally did it. And um, I just got obsessed. That's so, amazing. Yeah. And what year was that? So that was 2017. So fairly recent. Fairly recent, yeah. And you've gotten you've gotten that good so quick. That's so amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. I uh, like I said, obsessive. Like yeah. it, the cool, um, the really cool thing about the CBA's program is when I originally signed up, I thought it was just gonna be an hour a week, because um, that's what the class or not an hour, um, three hours, because yeah, that's what yeah. the class was. And, you know, you can, you can learn that way, obviously, but you also have the opportunity to go in during open studio hours. And so, like, any chance that I could was like, I live here now. You can go where, whenever. <laughs> mm-hmm. So whenever the building's open and whenever there isn't another class, so they have, like, set studio hours, you can kind of go in and just practice. And I did, like, obsessively. That is so, awesome. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And CVA is a great... We'll talk about that later. But I'll put it, there's usually... There's an ad for the show when he was about the CVA, but yes, great yes. resource for so many different kinds of arts. Um, yeah. But so I'm curious, you say you want an outlet for, I guess, mm-hmm. art and stuff. Why? Why Potter? So um, I actually went, when I moved down here, uh, enrolled in elementary school, I went to an elementary school mm. that had a pottery studio. So oh, our art teacher. Wow. Yeah. Which was crazy. And it was public school. That's insane. It is. It is. Thinking back now, I'm like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of this before. Um, But 
we had a pottery teacher and that was the main form of art that we did and i loved it i thought it was really cool um and then my mom always really liked it so like i i would always get her that for mother's day or like i just um even before ever really making it because you know like elementary school art is not (laughs) the same (laughs) no 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 (laughs) my mom actually kept some of that stuff and it's like yo That is awesome. No, no, don't She do probably that. loves it she too. She does. She actually has a lot of my really terrible pieces. Like I'm like yes. nobody could love this but my mom and she'll like put, oh my god, it's so embarrassing. She'll like put it out at holidays and I'm like, like my, my no. daughter made this. I know. <laughs> I know and I'm like that you were supposed to throw that away. <laughs> Never. Not that one. Like I'll make you a nice one. Mm-mm. No. She, she wants that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. That um, is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of in the back of my head. I knew that I really enjoyed doing that. I've always um, really appreciated art. Mm, Um, I've mm. always thought it was beautiful. I've tried a lot of things like drawing or painting. um, Yes. And I'm not good at them. (laughs) Same. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel like there's there's a difference too, right? Like, I don't think that anybody is immediately good at anything. That's not real life. Very true. But I think you have to find a medium that you're willing to practice at mm. whereas when i would be like oh i want to be able to draw and then i'd suck at it i'd be like i don't want to try like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no yeah it's like i'll i'll appreciate this from the not doing side yes um whereas with pottery what was fascinating is it's really difficult and everyone is really bad in the beginning <laughs> but i wanted to get better and yeah, it didn't yeah. it didn't like it wasn't as frustrating i guess would be the word um you know, like painting or drawing or anything I had tried in the past, I was like, ugh, I don't want to. <laughs> Your heart's not in it. Yeah, I'm not, oh, my yeah. heart's not in it. It's yeah. totally yeah. true. Yeah. Whereas with pottery, I was like, this is hard, but I could literally spend hours trying. Oh my gosh. So. That's insane. I love yeah. how you say that no one's really immediately good at anything or whatever they try at first. Uh, yeah. Whether it be a photographer, a drawer, yes. a designer or anything. I mean, obviously talent is talent, but. Yes. That is uh, an earned thing in uh, different mediums, you know? Um, Definitely. Because I feel like a lot of people think like, you know, I guess there's prodigies. I guess that's really, yes. that's, that's, that's the thing. It is a thing. But it still takes a lot of practice, effort, and hard work. Yes. You know? You know? Yeah. And I think what, what we tend to miss as people on the outside of that is how much time is spent doing that thing Mm. you know even if you're a prodigy at it they're still spending all of their day all of their Mm. extra energy yes maybe not even extra energy it's like this really is most things really are a discipline and we tend to look at someone and go oh my god well they're just good at it yeah it's like i don't know if anybody just 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 really that good at anything in the beginning right they might pick things up quicker or they might you know learn certain things just might work better with the way their brain works Mm -hmm. but it's like really uh (laughs) at the beginning stages like really most people kind of suck and that's good it's like you shouldn't you should start as a beginner somewhere yeah you have to you have to i think those that's the my favorite part of me and being a photographer i've been doing for 10 years my Mm -hmm. favorite times are the beginning yeah you figure yourself out you don't have anything to lose you know you're really exploring who you are with whatever so definitely i i, I feel that you know what i'm saying yeah. that's kind of it's kind of slap in the face when someone's like oh man they're you know they're they they got lucky or they have talent or whatever it's just no i kind of work really hard 10, hours, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes. jesus yeah yeah it's the same it's it's like the ten thousand hour concept it's so true it's like you i mean again some people really are freakishly talented mm-hmm. <laughs> some things but like to deny the fact that they haven't worked really hard at whatever or cultivated that beginning energy and it's true too like you you don't have anything to lose in the beginning you're willing to explore more because you're not kind of boxed in Mm -hmm. um i feel like not in a bad way but just in a way that the more you learn or the more you get in like i'm way more critical of my work now than i was when i started exactly looked terrible when i started (laughs) but i was proud of having done something whereas now i'm like ugh, (laughs) you know what is this (laughs) yeah yeah and it's like just I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, like you can't replicate that. You have yeah. to put in the time and the effort. Yeah. And 
And it really is. I think, too, you know, the older that we get, we stop beginning a lot of things. Mm. Like, at, at this point in my life, the la- like, other than pottery, I can't remember the last time I was a beginner oh, anything. Because you spend... So I know, I know. I hate it. I do, too. It, well, it really is inspiring to be like, okay, cool. I do need... Like, you should pick a new hobby. Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be for profit or for other people or for social media like just do something mm-hmm. start something that is interesting yes. to you yes and kind of cultivate that she's dropping jewels she's <laughs> dropping jewels to you guys you gotta listen to that because it's so true it's so true it is but yes okay so back to the pottery yes so let's go back Sorry. to the cva no you're yeah, good this is that was a good little okay <laughs> that was good that was a good detour Perfect. um Back to CBA, because I'm yes. curious of, like, how'd you develop your style? What did you, like, do in the mug? Because you can cool. make yes. pottery goes pretty far. Oh, my so. gosh. Talk so far. That. So, so, so far. Yeah. So, when I started the class, um, the teacher that I um, still have, actually, she's phenomenal. She's been doing pottery for 30 years. Wow. Yeah. And her, her work is very beautiful. Um, just it's interesting because she goes through two demos so basically in the pottery world you can do a lot Mm. but in the studio that we have with the access and the stuff that that we have you really have hand building which and then wheel throwing so when you picture pottery a lot most people are picturing someone sitting at the wheel and that whole ghost moment (laughs) (laughs) but there's also there's you know you can roll out clay um make different shapes connect things that way um and anything you can do on the wheel can also be hand built and then you would probably recognize um something or a difference between the two um because stuff on the wheel is generally going to be uh like you can't throw asymmetrical. You can right. modify it after, At, but on it, the wheel. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you can let it dry a little bit and then kind of manipulate the clay. Yes. But when you're throwing, it more or less is going to turn out the same way. Um, so when I started, uh, a lot of people gravitate to hand building because you could, like, we could go to the studio right now. And you could hand build something on a form, like a like if you laid clay over a bowl. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and we could do all the steps to do it, and that would be done, and it would be a bowl like within two weeks. Really? Yes. So I get a bowl already made. Uh huh. Put the mm-hmm. clay in there so and just form it. it. Uh huh. So and you that. could, yeah. So you could you use um like you could roll it out with a rolling pin even for people like no if they don't have access to a studio. Um, but we have this big, I can't even think of what it's called. This big thing in the studio where you can roll out your clay. And then you could use forms or you could use, um, like if you didn't, it you can, I mean, build it literally like almost like Legos. Wow. Not really, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like you can, you score and slip and connect the clay pieces together and you can build anything that way. Wow. Um, and it's a little more uh, immediate, right? So if I'm using a form of a plate and I lay clay over it, um, you know, you've got risks, <laughs> warping and cracking and all of the fun things that go along with using clay, but it immediately you can recognize it as a plate because that's, that's what it is. That's what it's it formed is. To a plate. It's formed to a plate. Whereas in wheel throwing, the, <laughs> I've seen that yes, before. Yes. It's, it's, um, I don't even it's something else entirely and in the beginning there is no like you might be wanting to make a cup and you will have made absolutely nothing 400 times (laughs) um so when i started i was like i want to be able to do the wheels i don't even care about that other stuff like i want to i want to be able my goal was that if i sat down to make something that i could sit down and and what would happen at the end would be the idea that was in my head. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, that's 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 what I want to be able to do. Which then meant <laughs> that I had uh, just a lot of time. Like, uh, my, my teacher was really cool about uh, having us try different techniques and try different things. Yes. And, you know, every week we might be um, talking about a different shape or talking about, a, like, the concept. Really on the wheel, there's only two shapes things that have a flat bottom and things that are curved so like cups and vases and yes those okay. would be flat on the bot the walls on the inside meet the bottom you know and they're flat and then a bowl shape where technically it's kind of sloping the whole time upwards. Right. Yeah, yeah um 
And so she would, we would try different things. And, and I was like, <laughs> after a few weeks, I was like, I want to make a mug. So I'm going to do this. <laughs> For three hours for every week. Like, make that's cool. Much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, okay. She was like, oh, you know, you, you can make whatever you want. Yeah. I was like, like, that's cool that you want to show us different things. But I'm like, I want to make I'm this. I'm making this mug. <laughs> I'm making this mug. <laughs> so I'm like, looking back, I'm like, I am, I really am the most anal retentive student. Oh like, my gosh. I'm going to perfect this yes, thing. Yes. I was like, I want to be able to sit down and throw a mug. And until I can do that. I'm not trying anything, anything else. else. I respect that. Yeah. And she did too. She was like, okay, well, if that if that's what you want to do, then like try to replicate what you're doing, right? Mm. So if you throw this shape the first time, because, you know, there's a point to where what you think you're doing and what you get at the end is mm. not. <laughs> Usually doesn't happen that way. It does not happen that way. So <laughs> she was like, cool, whatever you throw, the first shape you throw, then try, just try and replicate that one over and over. Like if you're going to do four, <laughs> then try and make a set, you know, and then maybe the first one you throw looks different the next day. So those kind of things. But um, I did that for like a year. Like I no <laughs> way. kid you not. Mugs. Mugs only. For a year. For like, maybe even longer. Like, legit. Wow. So, every every week. Every week. And every time I was in the studio. So, that was just during class. Like. Wow. <laughs> I know. Which, eventually, I was like, I have a lot of mugs. A lot of mugs. Mm-hmm. A lot of presents. A lot of presents. <laughs> yes. All of my family <laughs> has my mugs everywhere. It's like when your family opened up their gift, it was like. <laughs> yes. I know what this is already. Uh-huh. You're just I, like... <laughs> there was like two Christmases where everyone was like, I wonder what it could be. You're just sitting there like... <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, at one time, I had to do a talk at the CVA about my work. Yes. And Which was cool. Uh, very nerve-wracking. But somebody asked, they are like, well, do, would you, do, do you ever get bored with doing that? And I was like, no. No. Like, this is... <laughs> This is, this is it. This is it. Like, and I, I have now, you know, started other things, and right. I really love throwing bowls too. But it's, it. There's just something. I, you can never really perfect something, but mm. still, just working on the idea of if this is the shape I'm going for in my head, can I actually produce it? Plus, I'm a huge coffee drinker, so I drink out of out of a mug every morning. Yes. So it's like to me, that's. Comforting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something you can connect to and something that you use every day. So yeah, I'm going to make this every single day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So you mentioned like there's different techniques to throwing. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of go over kind of what those are? Sure. So, kind of. Sure. Yeah, in, in, your, in, your, in your best words. In, in my best words. So I, I think the most interesting thing to me, and I could be wrong about other disciplines with art, but the most interesting thing to me about making pottery is that there is kind of a general technique that goes along with it right like where your hands are supposed to go which Mm. part of your hands you're using but also because um everybody learns different it it doesn't actually matter like the the technique involved is whatever works for your body basically really so there are certain like good practices and certain things that um even just for uh like people who are larger than other people you know your hand size things that work better um and like a, a way of typically working but what I noticed is the way that I was taught, you know, then you go look at YouTube videos and it'll be like, they're using your, their thumb in a weird so way. How are they doing that? Yeah. How are they doing that? Or, or you'll watch, um, you know, even the other teachers at the CVA, um, when I would be in there, uh, and they would be working on their own work, watching them, um, like how you center. Some people have little tricks that they do that other people don't do, mm. um, which tools you use. Some people, um, in the beginning, when I was learning, I didn't use anything. Um, when I was making the poles on the wall to like make a, the mugs, <laughs> and then I watched a video and someone used a sponge, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Really, like to smooth like, the edges, something? just to get a better grip. Oh. So like, uh, um, you always have. So I'm left-handed, so my dominant hand is working. 
And the way the, sorry. You're good, you're good. <laughs> the way the wheel spins also depends on what your dominant hand is. So those are the big two oh, things. Okay. So okay. Mine is going clockwise for left-handed people. Everyone else is going counter because they're working on the right side. Gotcha. So, so okay, that does mm-hmm. make sense. Okay. And so that's the big thing. But then after that, it really is just how you touch the clay. It's what like, feels better? How it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the goal would be getting an even, even pressure, even speed, mm. and uh, on both hands. So one hand is always inside working on whatever it is, and then one hand is on the outside. Oh my God. That just, <laughs> it sounds so difficult. When it, I see them, it's like, because your foot's going on the thing. Uh-huh. And you're just, just like, and if you mess up, can you really fix it? Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time, no. No. So if you throw it off center, you could kind of finagle it to, there's some things you can do to put it put the clay back on center but most of the time if you're at a point where you're throwing things off center you probably can't get like if i throw something off center i i'm like well i'm it's done it's done it's done done. i'm gonna but the nice thing about clay is that it's not useless okay so if i don't like something let's say i get to the end of the step or i totally you know I have a habit of being like, I should have stopped two poles ago. And I'm like, no, I'm going to see what happens. And yeah, 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 it is. It's not a bad thing, but it like going, being like, Oh, I should have stopped. It's like, Oh, okay. And I made one more, one too many, but then you can just, uh, ball it up, wedge oh, all the air bubbles and out gotta... and start again. Also mm-hmm. oh, not wasteful then. It's not wasteful at all. Oh, perfect. If you fire it, then it's done. Oh, yeah. 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 But up until then, even if it's completely dry, you can crumble it, soak it in water, and reuse it. So it is. It's really cool. It's really, um, I want to say sustainable, but that, that kind of, the ability, you know, if you were drawing and you mess up on a piece of paper, it's kind of just, you got to throw it away. Like, if yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. So that it's really cool to be like, oh, I, this isn't great. <laughs> this isn't what I wanted, but it's no big deal. Right. Like, I'll just fold it up and use that clay again for something else. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So in in between all that, you mentioned doing a lot of, a lot of mugs. Did you mm-hmm. really kind of branch out at all? No. <laughs> okay, cool. So you really yeah. mean like you I really... really... Like, I kid you not. I literally made mugs... It was months and months and months and months before I was like, let me try something else. And even now, when I go back, like, I haven't been in the studio since March. Right. So, unfortunately, I know it's really sad. But Mm. when I go back, I'll have to kind of get that touch back. Yeah. And I'll probably be throwing some mugs. Yes. To kind of. I want to come hang. I want to take some photos of that. That'd be so sick. I would love that. You should try it too. Ooh, oh no. Was, you know what? I will try it. I do yeah, want to try it. Yes. I want to try different things. Yeah. 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 I think it's, it, it's just, it's cool to experiment with different mediums. And then I think, I just think the access is really, it's, it's really cool to me that like owning your own wheel and owning your own kiln and making your own glazes and all of that, everything that's involved in pottery is generally inaccessible unless that you're devoting your life you know or like or you come from a family or you're near somebody who that's what they do Mm -hmm. um so to have to have the opportunity of like well you can come and do this thing and you don't have to own the equipment and you don't have to have like the house wired (laughs) to the right electricity (laughs) and and it's it's just a cool opportunity to kind of get people involved I think. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Cool. So you're talking about making it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to talk about you, the kiln, and then yes. the glaze, you uh-huh. the glaze, all that. So how's that process work? So the process is really long. Um, if I worked out of my own studio in my home and I did it every day, I think I could probably do it in like two weeks. Oh, wow. But since I'm at, not at home, I'm in a studio and I do work full time and mm. and I don't run the kilns. The kilns are on their own schedule. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So we, we're, 
I mean, with a with a community uh, studio, right? It makes sense that you'll wait till you can fully load a kiln. Mm. <laughs> so sometimes it goes really quick. We have enough work. There's multiple classes, multiple teachers. Um, sometimes you're just waiting for people to make stuff <laughs> to fill the kiln. Um, so it from if I throw it's let's like the life of a mug. If I throw the body, like the shape, um, the next day I would come back and trim. So okay. I'd let it dry enough that it's sturdy, that I can um, actually put it back on the wheel, but this time I hopefully won't damage it in any way, <laughs> and then kind of trim off the excess clay, clean up the bottom, I'll sign it then, oh, yeah. um, trim a foot, which is like uh, if you flip over your coffee mug oh, yeah, and you yeah. see and how has... they have a little ring where it's not totally flat touching the table. Oh, yeah. How do you do that? Um, so there's just some trimming tools and you kind of go in and trim out the excess from the bottom there. No crap. Yeah. When it's dry. When it's, when it's drier. Or drier yeah. than. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to fit, find that sweet spot. Um, they call it like leather hard where it's like you won't damage it if you touch it. But also you could crush it. If you like, yeah, if you <laughs> yeah. did it too hard. <laughs> you did yeah, it too yeah. hard. Because if it's too dry, it gets really hard to trim. Right? Wow. So you want this sweet spot where you can trim. Um, it looks, it's just like a little wire loop. And you're literally trimming off. It's it's like lathe work, really. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that being, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah and cool. it, so it doesn't get hot because, you know, it's the, the clay gets really hot when you put a hot liquid in it. And so it just creates a little barrier on your table. So hopefully you mm. give it a little room to breathe. And then once it's done trimming, I'll, ha- I'll attach a handle. So I pull all my handles, which means I um, start with just like a lump of clay and work the clay until I get the handle shape generally that I want and then attach it. And then it's got to completely dry. So that could take anywhere from two days, depending on how you wrap it up. Wow. <laughs> um, and the, to like a full week, uh, especially to in the summer, you, you could set it outside if you want. It'll dry really quick in the sun. Um, or in the winter in the studio <laughs> where they're pumping the heat in. <laughs> Stuff usually dries pretty quick. Um, so that's everything you got to do until it goes in the kiln the first time. So then it's fired once, then you glaze it, then you wow. fire it again, and then it's done. Oh my God. That is a process. <laughs> to the T. To the T. And in no, not until the very end are you guaranteed that it's not going to just be ruined in some... Yeah. <laughs> so in the beginning, you know, like throwing, you have the chance of it just not being thrown well. Trimming, the amount of mugs I've trimmed through the bottom accidentally or knocked it some way, shape, or form. Um, putting a handle on is usually pretty safe. But then once it's drying, it could still crack in some way, shape, or form. If they're not fully dry and they go in the kiln, they could blow up. Like <laughs> Literally, like, yes. just shatter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So usually, thankfully, um, uh, the person who loads the kiln wouldn't put something okay. dry, or she wouldn't put something not fully dry in the kiln. So right. think that's why they have somebody that's overseas. That's overseas that. Yeah. That. So there's no, uh, like, oh, I'm new and I didn't know, and I put my very wet, you know, mug in, and it and blew up and destroyed blew. everything. Then <laughs> you piss somebody off. Right. <laughs> And then when you glaze it, you also, there's like things you have to do when you glaze because glaze is basically like putting a layer of glass. Um, oh, that's about that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. So it's the same. What's really cool is it's generally the same ingredients as clay, just at a different proportion. So mm. a different ratio. And um, it hardens when you cook it that high. And then um, you can have matte or gloss glazes. Um, the studio mixes their own glazes, so we have access That's to... That's awesome. Yeah, and they're they're really, really lovely. Like, really beautiful colors, really nice. Um, like, we have matte glazes, so just they're really nice finish. Yeah. And then yeah. you can also buy commercial glazes, so like... You can bring I, them in. Yeah, yeah. I wanted a purple. <laughs> we yeah. didn't mix the purple, so um, you, can, you can do that too. But then you have to be careful when you're glazing as well, because uh, 
if you put too much or <laughs> if you uh, put it too close to the bottom. So it's glass. If you were to glaze the bottom of your piece and then put it in a kiln, it would be fused to the kiln shelf. Oh, crap. And then could break. Could break. Yes, it would be kind of stuck. Yes. I made a teapot once in the very <laughs> beginning where I didn't understand that if I glazed the lid of the teapot, like the bottom of the lid, and then you fire the lid on the teapot, that I will have effectively glazed the lid to the, to tea- the teapot. <laughs> oh no! And I was like, "Why won't the lid come off?" And it's like, duh. It's like, it's like, oh, it's, it's like living learn. Yeah, yeah. Things, <laughs> yep. Hundred percent. That's wild. So, my thing is, obviously, I've taken taking photos of your your beautiful uh, pieces. Yeah. So, how do you? Obviously, all and all of them are very different. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, how do you experiment with the glazes, like doing different designs? Like, how's that work in your head? So, um, not exactly sure. I, <laughs> I, I thought about this question uh, a little bit, trying to explain necessarily where where I get my inspiration from. I'm, I try to use what we have at the studio as much mm, as I can. So, I, like I think a lot of it is just inspired by the materials that we have. Um, which ones I find prettier than others, which okay. colors. Um, and then use-wise, um, like I said, I drink out of one every day. So sometimes I've noticed uh, like different glazes stain worse than others or, or what, it, what it feels like. A lot of it for me comes back to the actual practical like I've made mugs and drank out of them and been like, I hate this. <laughs> I wouldn't like this is oh, I don't like like this texture or the way this handle oh, feels wow. yeah. or a lot of it. Um, so I think a, a lot of it really just comes down to my preference and then fingers crossed like, that yeah. somebody else feels the same way. The Free Piece of Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and local design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a good, just a good one segue on that. So obviously, would you, were you going into it as a way to make money? Not originally. So that kind of came kind of after. Yes. When I had a thousand mugs, I yes. was like, I'm happy to keep giving these away. And I do yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah. But I, I just, um, I realized that I was like, well, it would be nice if I sold enough here and there that instead of me paying for my classes out of pocket, mm-hmm. that I could at least fund my own, <laughs> my own hobby. Yeah. And that's kind of where it started. So... I first started with just making an, an Instagram for my pottery just to, I didn't realize there was a whole pottery world on oh, Instagram. Oh God, yeah. And when I first realized that, I was like, oh my God, like, this oh, is so cool. Yes. It's so cool seeing people's process videos and what they make. And so I just started with kind of a way to document what I was making. Mm-hmm. So, um due to teaching my my personal account like i have an instagram for me that is private everything's locked down all Mm. my social media security settings have to be really uh kids love to look you up yes with her her work yes and i'm like no absolutely (laughs) not no and they'll friend request me and then ask me in school why i didn't accept it and i'm like you're a child. Yes. Like, if you really still care what I'm doing when you forget about me after you graduate high school, totally. Yes, we can be friends. We can be friends then, but no. <laughs> I, I got to have some privacy. I have my I, own yes. life. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I was like, okay, if I, you know, just having a way to document what I'm doing, but but being able to, like, communicate with other people in the pottery world without it being, like oh, I have a private account. <laughs> so it that's how I started. And then I had some like DMs on Instagram being like, do you sell this? And I was like, uh, it's like yeah. Eventually, yeah, sure, yeah. So that's kind of where I got started. And then just follow, like following some of the, there's there's a ton of makers in North Carolina. Ooh, I can imagine. A ton. Mm. So it's, it was really cool to kind of connect with some of these other 
um, a majority female, like other females who are okay. making pottery. A lot of them do that as their full-time job. That's nuts. It's Isn't so that crazy? cool. It's so cool. Oh, it is. I love that. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, I could sell the excess <laughs> mugs <laughs> I'm making. Uh, and at least maybe it'll fund my habit yes (laughs) and then that's kind of i i just i love it i love that side of it um i think i have a love-hate relationship with social media i was gonna ask you about that yes yes it's i feel you it's overwhelming Mm. to be honest and um especially in a time like this whenever i find that i have some kind of limit like if i'm if i only have a few hours to be in the studio the last thing I'm doing is taking the time to take pictures or mm-hmm. film it. Like, if I only have two hours, I have to just get in and do what I need to two do. Two hours is dedicated straight to the work. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I'll find, like, <laughs> kicking myself, like, oh, I didn't even take a picture because I have to post a picture. And, and it just becomes, you know, again, I haven't I haven't been able to make anything. So I'm like, I don't, I'm gonna post. I don't know what I'm going to post. And uh, if I can't replenish what I have to sell... It's like, how much really do I want to promote this thing if I have really? no work? <laughs> you yeah. know, and and I know that you can, right? Yeah, you can. You can. It's not impossible. It's just, I feel like I just get overwhelmed with it really easily. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, you're speaking to the choir. Absolutely. You know, I I do love social media. You, you make some great people networking-wise. Mm-hmm. Amazing, a lot of inspiration. But yeah, there's a lot of pressure on there, you know, because it's like you feel like if you don't post, you kind of get lost in the in the in the, in the whole world of other makers, and then people think you don't care, and then they don't care, and then yeah, and I hate that. I do because that's not the case. I know, I you know, because uh, I used to be the guy who was I want to post every day because I want to feel relevant. Yeah, and I finally like threw that out of my mind. I was like, that's just not even healthy. It's not, and it's it becomes like, are you doing this? for you are you doing this to post about it and make people think that you're doing this for you and there's this really crazy like like i i think everybody feels that way but i also don't think enough people are acknowledging that Mm -hmm. so there's this weird like well do other people just find this really natural and here i am like (laughs) stressing out about numbers that don't aren't meaningless totally meaningless yes they're not paying your bills at all no most of the likes don't no No, most people like your stuff don't worry at work no that's just the nature of it it is it totally is so it's it's uh been fascinating to take a little break Mm -hmm. but instagram does not reward breaks i feel a lot better but i'm like oh god i think i posted once since I was in the studio and Make I think mark. like 10 people saw it Yeah, and I was like, Oh, I've, I'm in the Instagram doghouse. <laughs> My work has no meaning. I know. I know. Which is crazy because it's like, it's, 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 it's a mental game. Cause entirely. people, and I'm sure like even your instructor who's been doing it for 30 years, I was back then, she didn't have an Instagram. She's doing just fine. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's why exactly. I love talking to other people in the game because they're just like, I don't need this. Yeah. You, you don't need this. And they no. tell, I've heard that a thousand times. It's like, you don't, that is a tool. It's, it's yeah. great. It's cool that it exists. Uh-huh. But if you put in the work, you know who you are, you know, as far as an artist, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a good word. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to myself. <laughs> Okay, so um, you got to the point where people are DMing you to sell your work. Yes. So how'd you go about that? So I started um, I started an Etsy. And yes. as obsessive as I, I am about everything I do, I was like, I'm going to, okay, there's 100,000 articles about there about how you start an Etsy. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of went down that rabbit trail. Um, my One of my friends at the time she had just gotten an ipad pro so she was like i'll do your banner we can just put some of your pictures together and we'll write and i was like cool great so just got it up as as you know like bare bare bones i guess as i could and then started i only use instagram to advertise Mm -hmm. pretty much Mm -hmm. um and it worked 
uh, for the most part, I know, uh, like by no means, I don't, I don't want people to listen to this and be like, Oh, she does so well. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> but I was surprised that it worked at all to yeah. be <laughs> perfectly honest. Yes. But, um, you know, I would put up a post, uh, I had the link to my Etsy in my bio and then eventually somebody, you know, they would, I could, you can tell your metrics on, on, it, so on Etsy. Oh, Etsy. Oh, on, on Etsy, on both of them actually, Instagram and Etsy, Sick, yeah. but Etsy will tell you where your traffic is coming from. Mm-hmm. So like whether it's people searching pottery mug and yours came up and that's what they bought right, yeah. or whether they were social media driven. So a lot of my, like people would see it on Instagram and then purchase through that, which was really, really cool. That's sick. Yeah. That's why Instagram social media is great. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think I get so like, oh, I haven't posted. Because that's how, honestly, how most of the most of the stuff that I have sold online, anyway, has been through that. And then I have done a few markets. Yes. Um, which I love. Yes. I love. I love the in-person stuff. Um, it's a little overwhelming, you know, the, yes. it's a little draining. Yes. This is, yes. <laughs> and this is from someone who I like, I'm a teacher. I talk for a living. So standing in front of people and talking is, should be a little less straining and it's not. <laughs> yes. I mean, about your work and stuff, it's a, it's a yes. totally different thing. It is. It is. But it's so cool to see people's reaction and like, uh, you know, even even when they're not saying anything, like who walks by and who stops, what what do they pick first? What is what is oh, their yeah. comment about? You know, like when they hold something, um, you know, or <laughs> when they touch something. Like some people's uh, like tactile response is just hilarious. Like if there's exposed clay, you know, some people will touch it and be like, "Oh, yeah. that's so cool," oh. and some people will be like, "Oh," <laughs> you like, know, like, "Oh, what is that?" <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or, um, in general, I can throw my work pretty thin. So it's, it's surprisingly light. So every time somebody picks it up, they're like, Oh, I didn't know it was going to be that light. I'm like, yes, yes. that was the goal. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. It is. It's, it's cool. It's just a nice interaction. And, Mm um, like I work in a community studio, so I do get a lot of interaction and a lot of other artists and a lot of, like, I love that part about about working in a community but when it's non-makers or not not necessarily non-makers but people who i don't know immediately yes. that they're clay people you know their reactions are are cool it's cool and genuine is like it's real it is you know so when you don't know reaction like that, it's like wow this is cool i feel, yeah. you feel a lot better it's like yes. this is great yes you yes. have no connection to me at all so mm-hmm. this is you know, this is real organic. Yes. Or <laughs> yes. Organic. It is. It is. Which is phenomenal. It is. And I mean, people also don't always necessarily react well, which is hilarious to me too. <laughs> um, mostly to do with pricing, right? Pricing is that yes. ever present beast of, you know, with, for, for example, you know, I didn't know that pottery takes so long. Mm. So like, I didn't know it took you a month. To do something mm-hmm. be- before I made it either, but I have I've had quite a few reactions um, where people have picked something up and liked it, and then the we're price. like, "How much was it?" And they'd be like, "What?" You're like, "Yeah." <laughs> if I showed you the behind the scenes of making yes. that, you yeah. would understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where the kind of the consumer and the artist kind of there's a disconnect. There is a disconnect. You know? Yeah. Well, and I think it really depends on. Right, we all attach meaning to different things. Yes. So it depends on, um, like, their personal attitudes. For example, that same person may pay way more for something else than I would ever pay. Richard? But it's, like, in this moment, like, I think at the last show I did, a guy picked up my mug and he was like, oh, my gosh, this is so light and this is so nice. And then he asked how much it was. And his response was, but I, I'm only asking for one mug. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's the price for one. And he was like, what? What? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. It takes me a long time to make those. Yeah, that's literally what I said. I said, oh, yeah, it takes me about a month to make them. So and he was like, okay. And then he just walked away. Like, pretty, yeah, which is fine. Which it, it is totally fine. But fine. I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. It's funny you mentioned that because I'm going to actually do a, a special episode where I'll talk to maybe you as a potter, photographer, 
recording engineer, designer, illustrator, talk about why their products cost yeah. what they cost. Yeah. Oh, I think that'd be awesome. I think it's great because, I mean, even the photographer, I get that too. It's like, oh, that's I just want a couple pictures. So it's like, yeah, I know. And you're going to get a couple pictures. And you're going to pay this from me. Yeah. And I'm not going to take offense if you go somewhere else. No, no, not at all. Yeah. And and I, I've seen a few people, like a few other people comment things like, if you want to do it at that price, you can always do it at any price you want. Absolutely. You know, like if you want pictures and you want them to be free, you could take some pictures on your phone. Like yes. no one's, no one is forcing you to yes <laughs> it is an interesting you know it's it is and for art too because i do find that people will pay a lot of money for other things but then feel like art is a justified yes inexpense absolutely like, oh, why would you pay that some people right because yes, other people, people are like no no no, i'm gonna pay you twice as much yeah this <laughs> is some people are just like this is it only this one yeah. it's like whoa oh gosh yeah yeah that's it it's like, oh this is great i'll take two yeah you know yeah so it's so many the spectrum is crazy with the people you it know? is it is yeah so it's true good stuff so some of these markets you did hand-to-hand um i didn't do hand-to-hand i really wanted to do oh, hand-to-hand okay. one year yeah, yeah. and uh it like I, the date conflicted oh yes and i was i was pretty bummed about it the one that i've done two years in a row now is the one at the farmer's market is this the one that is at the near downtown near the yanceyville yes. street yes, yeah right i think it's downtown. yeah 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 i think it's um made for the holidays Ooh, that's what it's like called that. yeah yeah and that's, that's awesome. they have a ton of people um that come through they have a ton of of different uh makers and they do a pretty good job like you know there might be five or six potters but no one's style is the same see which is i love that yeah they like do a really good job of being like I don't know what the word for that is, but of, of like, de- like deciding like, okay, we don't want everything to look the same. Diversifying want... like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And then from the CVA, I've done their, um, holiday market too. Yes. yes. I love the CVA so much. I, I do too. Talk, I can talk about that forever. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. So, and it's, and it's, it's cool that you kind of shed a positive light on knowing that there's a lot of people who do pottery, but it's still all different. I'm not, you don't seem intimidated by it at all. Which is awesome. Yeah. You know, because I think a lot of people who want to get into the arts or whatever medium get kind of like discouraged. Yes. Because of like, oh, there's a lot of photographers, there's a lot of potters, there's a lot of drawers or illustrators, and you know, I don't feel like I would be able to excel at all. And it's not true. It's totally not true. And I do think that it's a, that is a really valid uh, concern, especially mm. in the beginning mm-hmm. of, of something, because I think human nature would be to, the tendency would be to when you're starting, you're copying. Right. And not in a bad way, but yeah. in a way that's like you just haven't discovered your style yet. Mm-hmm. So whoever you're learning from is influencing you. The people around you are influencing you. And again, in not a bad way at all. Yes. But it's been really cool. Like we're all working with the same glazes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, Absolutely. so it should look. It should look similar because yeah. we're using the same materials but everybody's style is pretty different although i have gotten the comment more than once um when i've done pop-up shops like oh i've seen your work before didn't you do it at so-and-so and And i'll be like no 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 but we use the same glazes so if you've seen this color before then it's probably you know (laughs) (laughs) like it's probably somebody from the cba (laughs) yes absolutely i mean no nothing's super Nothing is very. What's the word? Nothing is um original. Original. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> no, that's a bold it, statement. Yeah. I mean, but... it's, it's bold. It's, you know what I'm saying though. Yes, like, yeah. like no one's really doing a lot for the first time. No, and not in, in the, the beginning. Yes. is what I mean. Yes. Like, yeah. Absolutely. You sh- you sh- you're starting from somewhere, mm-hmm. and you'll develop the style. And I think that's hard and nerve wracking. Like yeah. even for me. Cause, and I don't mean like, oh, I've, I've arrived because not by any means. I feel like I still am like, oh, is this a style? Is <laughs> what I'm doing? What am I doing? Yeah. It's like, is this recognizable? Is this what I wanted? Is this, um, for example, our kiln room is all together. So, mm-hmm. um, with, with the other pottery studio that's in the cultural arts center. So when you walk in, you can see all kinds of finished work from everybody in the building. 
And there's a few people in my studio who if I walk in, I know immediately that that's their work. Love that. Right? Because their style is so distinct. The color palette they use is so distinct. Um, and I was always like, oh, I don't know. Does mine do that? <laughs> you know? like, And somebody was like, yeah, I can always pick out your work when I walk in. Like, you you do have a style. In it. And I was like, I don't know. It's like, so, I think there's just a lot of mental things to work through. Yeah, you fight yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Throughout the, every stage. Every every yeah. step. That's it's really so it. much fun. <laughs> so you realize that your competition is not anyone else but no. yourself. No. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And I think that's that might be why I, there's there's no level of intimidation with how many people are doing pottery. Mm-hmm. It's like because really like I'm I'm more impressed <laughs> than anything. Yeah. But the person the harshest critic is always always, always yourself. Forever. Forever. No matter how many years you've done so your teacher as far as it's the same thing is like I'm thirty years in no, I'm still she does. <laughs> fight myself. Yeah, she does and cause well we're always we always tell her like you make this look so easy. Like you'll be like, Oh yeah, you just do this thing and then <laughs> we're like, you might just do that thing. We're not doing <laughs> That's not how it works when I sit down. Um wow. but even for her, she'll be like, Oh, you know you know, you can just tell the the labor of um am I am I being true to my artistic style? Mm. Am I um has what I've done become too even trendy? You know, she used to Ooh, do a lot. Gotcha. She used to do a lot of specific style that she said that now she just feels like she sees it everywhere. Mm. So trying to, you know, be true to your artistic sense, but still explore different. Yeah. Different avenues. avenues. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. Yes. I think that's the thing that I find the most difficult, honestly, mm. is it is such a, um it's just there's there's so much you can do and there's so much going on and I think coming from an outside perspective of like uh like not being an artist and then coming into this medium that's pretty well established Mm. there's a really really strong pottery community in North Carolina right like it's a folk art institution here um and then kind of like getting more like you just you get more involved in different things and just realizing like oh man <laughs> like the this not not in a serious not a seriousness in a bad way but a seriousness and like like there's just a lot you can do a lot you can explore a lot of different techniques but also there is a lot of you know like I don't want to say snobbery but yeah there's a there's a element to that as well that's like it's it's hard to it's hard to feel for me like, oh, I'm jumping into this thing and now I'm going to claim that I'm an artist or I'm a potter or even the difference between potter and ceramicist. Yes, we're going to talk about that. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> um, just because I, when I started at the CVA, like I really, like I had no intention of doing any of those things. Um, and with my background in education, I actually um, taught some of the pottery summer camps for little kids. Um, one year, yeah, it was really, really fun actually. And I don't work, I work with high school students. So I worked with six to like 11 year olds and I was like, Hmm, this is very different. (laughs) A whole different thing. Yes. A whole different ball game. But the little kid, like the six year olds were the, some of the sweet, I was like, Oh my God, my high school (laughs) students would never be this sweet and listen. And they like wanted to give me hugs. And I was like, Oh "Oh my God, you guys are guys were awesome but it was interesting to see because i was working with a lot of other instructors Mm. who are like they are artists yeah you know and and it was just even even just hearing like the way things are discussed the way um uh like there was gonna be a show and i think devin shout out to the cva shout out to devin (laughs) was like do you want to put anything in and i my literal response to her was like my work is not art and she was like um what dude i can see her saying (laughs) that too and, and then she she very kindly she's like explained like no this show is like like anything can be art we you know like there's a you know like but getting into that kind of conversation of just my background and where I'm coming from 
versus people who've gone to school and like studied this and what you mean. Yep. and are yep. de- are devoting their like lives to this and um i i have there is a you know like what i mentioned earlier just being like the folk art side versus high art or art with a capital a there is very much this like Mm. two different worlds and both have a different level of acceptable uh not even uh, but norms i would say right like it's like you have your hobbyists and then you have i guess people is professional the best word i would say well yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, hobbyists, yeah. people who do it like, mostly for fun, but yes. yeah, I'm going to sell it. But then you're like, you're dedicating yes. every ounce of your being to this. And like, I don't see why my work should be yes with the rest of those with, people. So I, yes. see, I, see what you're, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And a difference too between um, end use, right? Like functional pottery mm, yeah. versus uh, what what most people would would obviously be able to say, oh, that's art because you're not drinking out of it, <laughs> which was totally where I was coming from, which I was like, it's a, it's a cup. So it's my book. <laughs> yeah. Like, was like, okay. This goes in your cabinet, not in an art show. Um, oh God. <laughs> which is funny because now I like, I, now I think I have a better understanding, but it is there. That idea is pretty pervasive. And I think what I've noticed and feel free anybody who does clay and listens to you know send back (laughs) a statement but i feel like what i gathered was people who refer to themselves as potters are usually talking about functional or um like have done the folk art aspect of it not that they don't Mm. create work that's not functional but there's like a like a i feel like the people the people that I noticed who were calling themselves potters was more like, you know, even people have been doing it their entire lives and that is their job. It was like the folk art aspect of it. And then people who graduated from UNCG with a degree in ceramics were like, I'm a ceramicist, not a potter. And I was like, <laughs> like I didn't know that I was insulting you when I said that. So oh my sure, gosh. you're a ceramicist. I will go with it. Artists like that, shame on you. Oh, yeah. I won't. I'm I'm not speaking for. I'm not speaking for Mariah. I'm speaking for myself. Don't be like that, please. Yeah. Like of course, I already meant no intent by that. You know no, what I'm saying? No. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Anyways, but I think that's a very accurate description of the difference. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a whole it's a feeling. You know, I guess. It is. It is, and it's a. It's. For example, I love functional work that I mean that's what I've spent this whole time doing because I think the interaction that we have with the stuff we use every day it's fascinating right like drinking out of a specific cup makes me feel better in the morning Mm. or makes me feel like um like my my husband gets up and goes to work like does nothing in the morning sitting at home Mm -hmm. so on the weekends his like his he know his he knows his weekend starts when he can have a cup of coffee out of a mug and not out of the thing he takes to work yes you know what i mean like that idea that. yeah 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 That's so that is that you made no <laughs> shame on you no i know right shame on him I'm just playing. shame I'm just playing. on him <laughs> no um no we actually we have a huge um, yeah. Yeah, yeah i don't want to say collection because that makes it sound but like we before I ever did pottery, we like his parents live in the mountains of North Georgia. Oh wow! And it's uh, there's huge pottery communities there. It's kind of similar to North Carolina. Mm. Um, I guess it's that Appalachian connection yeah. Yeah. there. Yeah. So um, like for Christmas or anytime we go visit, we would always go to the studios down there. And this is before oh, I ever made it. That's cool. Yes. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a, we had quite a bit, and I was like, I want to make this, and now we have quite a bit more. <laughs> that's awesome. That's good though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, I'm gonna call you. I'm not. You say you shouldn't pick your wife's, but. <laughs> She's kind right. of side eyeing me and saying, you know what I'm bit. saying? She's going to fight you if you don't pick up her mug every now and then. <laughs> uh, is there any desire to go out of the realm of making mugs? Yes, definitely. Um, I think that I think that I'll, I'm always going to love doing that, right? Like yeah. that's, 
I, I love the functional aspect, like I was saying, with just the interaction with, especially with food and with drink, it's usually, um, you know, like big meals, you're, it's people and it's, you know, maybe your family or your friends or, you know, like in my husband's case with the coffee, it's the idea of having this time to do this, you know, mm-hmm. almost like ritual of I'm going to relax, give myself this time. Um, so I do love the functional aspect of it totally. But um, just to, I mean, there's so much you can do with clay. So it's like the idea of not exploring some of that feels like, you know, yeah. you got to do something. You got to do something. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think because of my background and where I'm coming from is like this not, you know, battling with the idea of being an artist and what that means. Um, I think it's, it's like that's then important that I do explore that that aspect of it of like yeah. making something that's not functional yeah, yeah. seeing how that feels you see how it feels you know yeah. I think it's just cool seeing something in someone's house it like is on some kind of counter space or something that's just as you know yeah badass you know yeah this is definitely cool. and I know that I love I love going into someone's home and asking them about something and being like oh where'd you get this or yeah what is what's the story behind this yeah. so it's not to knock that side at all it's just you know I haven't started there, yeah. so just. I mean, you're still fresh in the, in the whole game too. The whole game, which is yeah. so cool. I <laughs> yeah. think it's I mean, for three years. I'm I was impressed when I got when I shot yeah. the pieces. I was yeah. like, thank what? you, thank you. Shout out to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Coming <laughs> back for sure. Yes, being obsessive finally paid off. And hey, that's something. <laughs> whatever works, right? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So I guess in the future you might be up for some uh, some commissions. Possibly later. Possibly. um, Unfortunately, right now, I have no concept of when I'll even get back in the studio. Unfortunately. Yeah. Usually, um, typically, I don't do commissions because I I would prefer to have something made and listed online. Yeah. So when people have asked, like, well, do you ever do this? I'm like, I will gladly make that and put it online and send you the link when it's available. But I'd hate for someone to be like, oh, I'm waiting for this thing. Gotcha. Just because I have no control over the whole go. process. Yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, you have your own here on equipment. It'll be different. But yes. Yes. That's... And and just the, the schedule, right? Like, yeah. not fully. It, it's not full time. Yeah. 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 So depending on the week or depending on the month or depending on, mm-hmm. you know, if it's close to the holidays, you know, the CVA's um, kiln room is packed because oh. everybody's yeah. furiously making yes. work. Whereas in, you know, maybe earlier in the spring, there's a little less traffic. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. This is crazy. A whole new world. I think I've I've talked to one um, potter ceramicist early when the podcast started, but okay. I believe you are the second one. Cool. This is Very so cool. cool. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Well, there are a ton. I'm sure yes. I could recommend you some. I don't know throw how links. that works. Throw okay. Links. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you know someone, you can uh, send me a text or throw some links yeah. or via yeah. Instagram. I'd love to do that. Yes. I would love that. Yeah. It's badass. Cool. So, obviously, you dropped some jewels throughout this whole entire interview. But if you guys some advice, maybe two or three things that you can kind of tell some up and coming potters, artists, period, you know, yeah. just anything. The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Um, I'm going to reiterate the just start thing. Like, oh my gosh, if you've been talking about it, just do it. Find a class, start with something. Um, And then if you have started, (laughs) uh, I would say that spending the time, like really putting the time in um, and and letting yourself make the mistakes, right? Like Mm. letting yourself... um, you know, throw something and restart and wedge it and throw something and restart. Like the beautiful thing to me about pottery is that you don't have to keep anything. Um, you just don't have to mm-hmm. <laughs> like very the, true. the, the impermanence of it is probably one of the hardest things to get used to. But then that, that practice of like, I really only have to keep the things I like and there's no pressure 
to there's no there it's not wasteful I'm not not you know sometimes I think with drawing and painting there's this fear of like ruining the page mm. like oh I ruined it or yeah. oh like whereas with pottery you you can't <laughs> if you didn't like it you or just you can just yeah. do it again yeah. and I, I think there's a really really nice life lesson <laughs> wrapped up in that practice of just doing the action yes, and, and making the things and letting them go and making them again i love it yes yeah. that's great advice and obviously if you're a who wants to fight her for her comments <laughs> earlier i'll give you her address <laughs> <laughs> joking oh no but no this is amazing oh one more thing okay. um the i'm probably gonna butcher this river god river so, yeah what's that yes so um i'm a french teacher so it's rive gauche if you're speaking in french oh. and then if you're not it would be rive gauche rive gauche uh-huh okay. so it's the left bank in so the the city of Paris is divided by the river Seine. And so you have the left bank and the right bank. And um, the left bank houses like the university, the Latin quarter. It used to be uh, like they had a lot of writers and a lot of like thinkers. Ooh, and a lot of artists. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of why I went with that. Plus I'm left-handed. So I was like, oh, left. Ooh, that's cool yeah <laughs> i just you know momentarily lapsed that um i realized i picked a really difficult thing <laughs> so i was like um i have no clue I know. how to pronounce this i in my head i was like this will be fine and then the amount of feedback unintentional you know just like the amount of people who dm me on instagram and call me reeve like as my name oh my and gosh and i'm like Oh, what did I do? Like, this no. was not uh, <laughs> not thought about, I guess. When you thought about it, it was like, this sounds great. I know. Was like, people were like, my name's not, my name's not real. I know. And it's not, I, uh, please, like, I don't take any offense to that. It's not a big <laughs> deal at all. It's just, it, I, re- it, I really had like a moment of being like, so that was poor planning. <laughs> and picking something that you like has merit, but maybe, maybe. Yes. Um, I should have thought about, about that the, a little yes. more <laughs> but it's totally cool i mean i expect i i don't expect everyone to speak french so yeah. there's no but it's cool that I, now that i know what it means i think it's sick yeah thanks. you know what i'm saying thanks. so yeah. that's amazing cool so and that's the gallery where that's i guess not the gallery is it a gallery no i guess where your, your pottery is yeah, yeah so, so that's my instagram for for my pottery, pottery so yes. if you go to reeve gauche pottery that'll pull it up um my etsy's linked there yes i've <clears throat> i'm gonna embarrass myself here i've owned the domain name for my website for almost two years but there is no website wow. <laughs> so eventually there'll be a website uh i just you know <laughs> well the etsy is there the etsy so is you there can see the work yes you can see the work the pictures are all on instagram um I am super, like, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually answer pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. I love this. And do you have pieces? You have pieces for sale on Etsy right now, so people can I buy some. I do. I do. I have my last little bit of work from March, and then whenever I can get back to it, hopefully I'll have some new work soon, too. Yes. I love it. This has been amazing. Yeah. Like, yes. Thank you so much. Of course. Of I really course. I appreciate it. Like I said at the beginning, she's the best potter in the world. No, no, no. She's going to say no, but I disagree. <laughs> I'm a little biased, but you know, whatever. But no, this is great. You're part of Free Pizza Journey now. This is awesome. I love it. Thank yes. you. Yes. And we'll I'll definitely keep updated uh, on your work and uh, see how I can help you. Do some thank photos you. Yes. of you actually doing it back, you know, oh, later I would love that. When, yeah. in 2025 when Corona's over. <laughs> when we're free. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's a whole different subject. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but no, this is great. Thank you. Uh, follow her because she's gave you all the links. I'll link everything in the description as well. And support her as well. Support the podcast uh, by AdSpace so I can feed myself. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening and goodbye. <laughs> the free pizza podcast we are on spotify itunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smoke sniggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night